What's up, guys? It's Jose Galison of Way Jose. Uh, on the on the this one will be on the Liberty Movement YouTube channel, but uh, not all my content's going there. So just a heads up for you guys who only listen to the Liberty Movement channel. If you want to catch some of my other content, I've expanded my brand, and now I'm on my own channel, on the No Way Jose channel. I'm also available on pretty much anywhere audio podcasts are at. Um, the reason I'm expanding is because I kind of want to start going to a little bit more political stuff. I'm still, you guys know me, I'm a, I'm a non-voting anarchist. I'm not very a political individual, but you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to skirt around it. So it's like, I kind of, I kind of do more on my own channel. So if you guys want to catch some more of that stuff, go check out that channel. Um, yeah, today my guest and it's going to be John Hartman and he's got a podcast. He just started up called mind your business. And his, I asked him whenever I, whenever we were getting ready to, interview him like what what if you were to pick like one word describe what your podcast is about he picked mindfulness and uh it's not necessarily the perfect way to describe it but it's it's pretty close um and i've listened to it it's it's good shit i highly suggest checking out his stuff um he let me i'll go ahead and explain what mindfulness is to give you guys an idea um i looked up a definition mindfulness is a basic human ability to be fully present of where aware of where we are and what we're doing and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. Now I've told you guys before I'm an atheist. And so for me, I'm not like a super spiritual guy, but I do think there is something that's kind of like spirituality. And for me, that would probably be like the closest thing to spirituality would be, would be that. Um, yeah. Um, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and bring on John, and I'm going to let him tell us what he's about and all that, and I'll shoot the shit with him, and we're going to have a good old time. All right. What's up, John? How's it, how's it, how's it coming? I know we were having some weird glitches. <laughs> Can you hear me oh, good? good? Yeah, all the way through. Holy shit, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. About damn time. So, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I said it's about damn time. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were... Uh, just to let people know what's going on. We were having some weird glitches. I don't know what's going on. Some Apple thing. Just doing some weird audio glitches. But here we are. We finally figured it out. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, obviously, it kind of adds the craziness to today. Who knows? Maybe it's the Fed boys dicking with shit with everything going on at the Capitol. You, you catch any of that today, John? Yeah, dude. That was crazy. Uh, <laughs> I, I honestly don't know what to say about that. You know, I, I, I can see, uh, well you know, with the mindfulness kind of thing, I'm kind of still just breathing it all in and seeing, seeing what I, what I think about it. Not really giving myself much of an opinion here or there with it. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at too. It's funny too. Cause like a lot of my friends know what I'm about and they immediately hit me up when like this happens and are like, Hey, what's, what's your take on this? And it's like, I've told multiple people today, like, I don't fucking know, give it a day or two and I'll come, come back to me. Cause it's like, I, I don't I, I have no idea what way this is gonna go. I don't know how to process it. So there's so many different, especially in the advent of all the BLM riots that ha- happened a while back, and so many people got pie in their face, taking one stance or the other. It's kind of almost better just wait it out and kind of like get a grip on like taking all the information so you can get an educated opinion on what you think and what's going on. So and it definitely applies here. So, but yeah, definitely craziness. No matter how what way you look at it. So. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I want to get your take uh, on what mindfulness is. I think you summed oh, it up. Oh, you know, actually, fuck, fuck that. I'm, 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 I messed up. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. Let's back it up a little bit. You introduce yourself to the audience and let them know what you're about. <laughs> uh, there's really not much to say. I'm John. <laughs> and uh, I started Mind Your Business because uh, I just, in this climate with all the lockdowns and everything that's been going on, 
uh, I see the need for people to start, you know, trying to take care of themselves mentally. And, uh, you know, that's kind of how it started for me is to show people that there's different ways to, to, you know, go through all this. So especially with like all the animosity that people have on, on Facebook and, you know, social media in general, um, couple that with being stuck in your house and that kind of thing. And you, you're really not w well mentally. So, uh, I've been studying all this kind of stuff for quite a while. Uh, I want to say like in my, my probably mid teens is when I really started getting into, uh, meditation and mindfulness and, you know, like kind of Eastern philosophy, but you know, all, all kinds of stuff, really. I just started absorbing all these things that weren't, um, weren't typical of like a Western type culture. So, yeah. And, uh, finally, you know, years and years later, I'm like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta start talking to people about this kind of stuff because we need it now. Yeah. I definitely think it's really important right now with everything going on. I do think I was really excited when I heard you were going to start a podcast and, and that, cause I, I do feel like there was kind of like a, not a whole lot of that. And I have been noticing there's been a lot of, like, even when the circles rerun it, a lot of people have been like kind of talking about like, you know, spirituality or, or meditation or mental health and all that, especially with everything going on. So I think that's a, really important and uh you know I, I meant to go in this a little bit in my intro but i've i've kind of always been my one of the things i've kind of lived by is and i've always kind of told this to my children as well is uh you know strong body plus strong mind equals strong person that's kind of been a motto i've lived by and but i've kind of failed a little bit in this regard i've never been one to really get too deep in this like i've been one who've i've been working out since i've 12 years 12 uh, yeah so my fucking tongue's fucking up <laughs> i've been working out since like 12 years old i've been I, i've been always been not always, but especially now as an adult, I've got more into like strengthening my mind and like reading and becoming more intelligent and more, you know, more well learned. But like probably like this type of aspect is one I've, I've kind of failed at. And I've kind of like, I mean, I guess I fall in that, that typical male trap of like, you know, when it comes to like feelings or like, you know, this type of stuff, I just stuff that shit down deep and just ignore it until, you know, and hope it goes away. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's yeah. kind of been my mentality for all this shit. And it's, I, I've heard that's the best way to deal with it, but you know, I, I'm open to hearing your, your path. <laughs> well, so. I mean, you know, you're right about that. I, I think that we're not taught to take care of ourselves mentally, you know, um, especially men, but just really anybody, you know, you're taught to take care of the next person and, and there's nothing wrong with that. But you, in, in my opinion, you can't take care of anyone if you can't take care of yourself. Um, and the strong mind, strong body thing is, pretty accurate. And a lot of the things that I read also mention that kind of stuff. Uh, but I think it's, it's more important to work on your mind first and your body later for me, you know, I mean, I'm not going to tell anyone what to do. Uh, but I, I really feel like, you know, you got to take care of your mind so that you can know how to take care of your body and so that you can know how to carry out your life, you know? And, uh, it's actually like one of my favorite quotes was, uh, from Frederick Douglass, I think, uh, I know there's been dispute about whether or not he said it, but it was essentially like it's easier to build strong t children than to repair broken men. And uh, for me, that that hit me like, you know, right in the heart because I was like all about that kind of stuff already. It's like, yeah, we have to work on ourselves. Uh, we have to we have to make sure that that we're doing what we need to do mentally, because if we're not there mentally, there's no way in hell we can be anywhere else physically. Yeah, I think it's super important for men too. Like I'm a father, you're a father. And I feel like too often us as men, we kind of fall into that trap of we're expected to be the rock of the family. And I do think that's fine. I do actually feel like there's something to that, that you are to be the rock. 
but I feel like that needs to come from a place of being mentally healthy and not from a place of I'm just ignoring shit and, and just like not dealing with stuff. And it is kind of hard because I feel like, you know, when we're like, I know for me and my family, my wife or my daughters have issues. It's like, I have to be like, oh, honey, what's wrong? But if I have a problem, I mean, generally speaking, it's kind of like, not that they don't, but it's kind of almost like, well, who gives a fuck? Like, you're, you're supposed to deal with this, you know? Like, yeah. that's your thing. I'm not saying my wife's like a piece of shit that acts like that. But but you get what I'm saying. That's almost like the typical expectation of, like, you're supposed to just deal with that shit. You know, like, you're a man. Suck it up. Deal with it, you know? Yeah. Sorry, you yeah. had something uh, to say? I, I think that's that's pretty accurate. Um, I, I think for, for a lot of people, uh, and maybe I'm wrong with this, but I, I don't believe I am, uh, the family feeds off of the fa- father's energy in my opinion, you know, and and that's not to take away anything from mothers or anything like that. But when the the father, like you said, in, in, in a lot of uh, instances is the rock. And the reason that they look at all, you know, dad can handle it. Dad can handle it. If something's wrong with you, dad can handle it, you know, and uh, they know that dad is there for them to handle it for them, which is a good thing. But you also need to, you know, teach them like, no, you got to, the older you get, you got to start taking care of yourself. So, I mean, I I get where you're coming from. Uh, You know, we're not taught to take care of ourselves. Men are not taught to take care of themselves. And we're not taught to, you know, uh, emotions are like a feminine aspect, supposedly, and and all these things. But I mean, regardless of whether or not they're uh, a feminine aspect, there's a balance there between, you know, emotions and you know physical strength and 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 whatever so yeah (laughs) and ironically i find it to be almost hyper masculine to be more aware of that because as i've gotten older like i I feel like that the whole masculine feminine thing is driven from this thing of insecurity and as i've gotten more older i've gotten to where i don't really care about how i'm perceived when it comes to masculine or feminine or shit like that and i realize it's almost in a sense it's feminine to have this like you know, it's, it's more masculine to not care what other people think. And so it's like to have this like, oh, oh no, someone might perceive me as feminine or, or, or overly masculine or whatever. If anything, that in a sense is not masculine. Like you, I feel like it's, it's man energy to be secure in yourself and not care what other people think. And you know what I mean? Like you kind of get what I'm driving at. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think yeah. you, you hit it, hit it on the head right there. I mean, you don't have to, um, like, I, I don't give a shit what anyone thinks of me. <laughs> you know, I really don't. I don't care if, if some, you know, big muscle head jock wants to call me a bitch for, you know, caring, caring about my, myself and uh, my emotions and everything, whatever. Go ahead. <laughs> you know, I, I know me and I don't need you to know me like I do. So, <laughs> you know, if you want to be a dick, I, you know, I'm all right with that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and the funny thing is too, you bring that up, and it's like people people do think of you know the Chad or whatever as like the hyper masculine, like toxic masculinity, or whatever. And if if anything, like I'm I'm a more of a gym buff. I'm, a, I'm like just to give people that I'm not like huge or anything, but I'm, I'm five foot five. I'm a short dude, but I'm two hundred and ten pounds, and I'm 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 a I'm thick with a triple C. Like, and it's mostly I'm, I got a little bit of a dad bod, but I, I got a lot of muscle on me, and I'm I'm, I'm a strong dude. And uh, my point I'm getting at is I've kind of been inundated in the gym life for like pretty much most of my life. I've been working out since I was 12 years old. I'm 29. I've, I've, I've squatted over 600. I've done, I've done a lot of lifting. But the funny thing is the biggest dudes, the ones like the most, like what you would think of the most masculine are the ones who are like the chillest fucking dudes and like don't have this like what people think of as the Chad energy. And it's almost like 
they get, I mean, part of it is because they get to the point where it's like, what, what am I, they're doing it for themselves. I feel like when it comes to like, especially taking care of your body, you get to a point where it's like, I'm not taking care of my body of this insecure, trying to put on a front for other people. You're just, you've gone to a point where you're content with your body and you're just, you're just doing it for your health, for something you like. And it's like, you're not, there's no insecurity there. If anything, like those like super big, like what you would think of Chad's are some of the fucking nicest guys you'll ever meet in the world. Yeah. I mean, you look at them, they're kind of like, you think they're like, like, holy shit. But yeah, there's actually a lot of wholesome gym Chad energy when you, when you hit the gym, you know? <laughs> yeah, I got a, one of my brother-in-laws. He's a, he's, you know, just like you, he power lifts, he's in competitions and stuff like that. The kid is ripped, you know, and he's one of the nicest guys I know. Um, but what you're describing to me is, is self-confidence more than anything. Cause you know, once you're confident, whether it's, you know, being that big ripped guy or, or like, you know, the guy like me that's into his feelings and that kind of stuff. Um, you, you get to a point where you're just confident. You don't need to prove yourself to anybody, to anybody, you know? And the, the way that I got there is through looking inward and being mindful and, and, uh, you know, meditating and that kind of thing and not being too quick to react and, 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 you know, this type of thing. And that's what all this stuff that I'm talking about in my videos and my podcast or whatever you want to call it, you know, has to do with uh, is building yourself uh, so that you can take care of, care of yourself and not be concerned with anybody else, which I think fits perfectly with the Liberty movement um, because it's not, a, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's basically teaching yourself to be your own master, you know, Yeah, it's very Sterner-esque. I, I don't always bring up Sterner, but I, I'm kind of fresh off reading Sterner. There's so much shit in there. And that is very much a, a Sterner thing. And like it's like this, you know, it's about the individual and it kind of all derives from there. And there's very much a lot of energy there of like, you know, taking care of yourself and it comes from that kind of deal. Um, I want to get your opinion on, uh, I guess, I want to hear your definition of what you would describe mindfulness as. Since that's what you gave me the definition of what or the one, if I was to describe your show in one word, that's what you gave me. So I want to hear what you would describe mindfulness as. And I mean, I know you're probably going to go into different, different spots. I'm not trying to pigeonhole your show into one spot. It's kind of the general vague idea of what your show is kind of roughly about. So I want to get your opinion on what mindfulness is. I thought the definition I found was pretty good, but I'd like to hear yours if you have one. <laughs> yeah, dude, I thought it was spot on what you said. Um, I mean, it's really just being present, being in the moment, you know, not, uh, not putting your preconceived notions on things, you know, letting things ride out and, and, you know, just being an observer, really, you know, a lot of times you, you, you're, you're just so constantly in the, in the process of doing something and, and just continuously doing things that you don't stop and be. Um, and that's essentially what it is, is just being. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a, uh, that's good. Cause yeah, I knew you brought up, I actually, that was one point I want to touch on was the non-attachment. You did a whole episode on that and it, it sounds bad, but then when you realize that, no, it's about not being attached to, I guess, extrinsic things like in being more in the moment. And if anything, it makes you, I guess, more attached. And I, I really feel like, you know, I, I think, I think that's something that we all could use. Cause I know, I know that's, you know, we're all like, Hey, what, you know, you're always like tied down by like what happened in the past. You know, these things are fucking with you or, you know, your goals for the future. Like, I know I have those, but I do think there's something, there's something really to the whole idea of like being in the moment. And it's like something that's so fucking hard to do that everyone's just so goal oriented, even if it's just a small goal of something hours away, but it's just like to just be in the moment of just enjoy that 
like here I am with my children or here I'm with my wife or, or what have you. It's like, that's such a, I feel like it's so, it sounds so simple, but it's so fucking hard for everyone. I think, you know? Yeah, dude, it's real simple. It's super simple to just put it in words, but it's hard to practice it. You know, um, I think with non-attachment, yeah, I, I mean, I, all non-attachment is, is letting go of, like I said, your preconceived notions or you're not putting your thoughts on, on things. You're just letting them be. Um, and that's really what it, that's really what all this is all about is you, by being non-attached and, and uh, being mindful and these kinds of things, you're really able to feel your emotions deeper. You know, if you're, if you're really being in the moment that you're in, whatever that moment requires of you, it's, you're going to instinctually know it, you know, and like, you're going to love more, you're going to feel more pain even, you know, a lot of times there's situations where, you know, your a loved one dies or something like that. And, you know, you can feel, you're basically feeling everything in its most purest form. Uh, and that's not a bad thing because you need to have this kind of, uh, balance, right? You need the black and white kind of thing. You, you can't always be happy because, you know, you won't know that you're happy <laughs> essentially, you know, it's just, you're there doing things that make you happy. Things are good and things are bad. Right. But when there's that duality of, okay, you have to know bad in order to know good and vice versa, um, that's that's where a lot of this this leads to um but yeah you can really feel your emotions more deeply and you know better understand other people is the other thing you know i think a lot of times right now people are you know talking past each other or you know just tr looking to argue and that kind of thing and, and you're really not going to get anywhere that way uh that's not to say that you have to agree with everyone or even compromise um but you get more mental clarity by knowing where someone else is coming from as opposed to just oh fuck that guy he didn't say something he, didn't, he said something i didn't like i'm gonna leave it at that because he might not have said something he liked it might have just been your interpretation of it yeah that's a that's super poignant because it's actually really funny because that was the whole point in my last episode which for those watching the liberty movement it's not going to be on there this is more political i did a uh I had sal mayweather on and i did a politics versus agorism thing and the whole point was we went over this tweet that Sal did to kind of like roast the LPMC because he's an agorist. And like, if you understand agorism, you understand why he would, you know, kind of not necessarily have beef, but he would have major disagreements with the LPMC. And then I kind of went, I looked that whole thread on Twitter. Well, I remember looking through it and being like, people just like talking past each other and clearly not understanding where the other person is coming from. And it's least they have this goal. And it really, that's a, honestly, it's an argumentation thing. Like if you don't understand where someone's coming from, how the fuck can you come to any sort of agreement or like, or why are you even arguing really? Because that's the whole point is to kind of like, unless you're just like, I don't know, you're kind of, it's a meeting of the minds. And if you, if other, if you're not, if you're not trying to like figure out where the other person's coming from, you're, all you're doing is just, you're just speaking words into the ether. You're doing fucking nothing. And that that's the big thing is a lot of people don't understand where people are coming from. Cause like, it, I mean, that's a very simple thing too. Also, I feel like it's really important to like, to establish what terms you're using like one big thing was like um, I know people like said like Sal called someone a statist at one point, but it's like if you understand agorism, you would understand agorist class theory. And according to agorist class theory, anyone using the political political system for any means is a statist. So he's not actually calling you names. He was being he was being descriptive. <laughs> like, so, <laughs> so it's like, yeah. And so like if you understood where he was coming from, you would understand he's not trying to be shitty. 
But if you're looking from your perspective, you're like, this guy is talking shit. But so that, that was like my whole point of that whole episode. And I think it is hard in this modern day world because especially in normal conversation, you don't just like back it up and just go like, oh, well, what did you mean this? What did you mean by that? Because I mean, we'd be here forever. But there is something yeah. to that. Like, because I, I think that comes from the whole attachment thing of like, you have this attachment of, I have notions, you don't have the past. And then you have the, you have the goal of the future because people come in, I think, with a lot of arguments, because especially social media and such, of like, hey, I'm going, I want to convince this dude, or I want to fucking make him look stupid. So you have this goal that you're set up instead of being in the moment and being like, here I am with an individual and we're talking, and you know, like we're trying to converse and figure things out. And if you were more in the moment, you could understand that, like, hey, maybe we should, like, you know, hey, where are you coming from or so and so. I mean, Twitter is awful for that. I only got into Twitter yeah. recently because, like. I want to do it to promote the show, but yeah, Twitter is awful for that. The whole like what one twenty character or whatever the hell it is now, <laughs> it really really makes time conversation. Sorry, you were no, saying. I was just saying they do that purposely, right? Because they they know that uh, you know people's attention spans are getting shorter, and you have to you, you got to make it a way to no. I mean, just like I was telling you in a private message earlier, or maybe it was yesterday, whatever. But I said you know people like to argue. And people like to feel like they're right. And if they can't do that, they really don't give a shit about what you have to say. You know, I notice all the time, like, you know, I'll post something on my Facebook page. It's a real positive thing. And I don't, you know, it's crickets. I maybe get like four or five likes, no comments. And then you have, uh, you know, I'll post something like semi-political or whatever. And there's, you know, 80 something comments. And it's like, well, there you go. I mean, that's all I need to know to know that number one, people don't pay attention to everything. You know, they don't they don't like positivity as much as they all preach they do, uh, or at least that's what it seems on uh, social media. But they also uh, only want to argue. They want to feel right, you know, and uh, there's nothing wrong with that, I guess. But that's just not for me. And uh, the thing you we were saying about the thing we we're talking about with uh, understanding where people are coming from, uh, there's a couple ways that I feel like you can look at it. One of them is like, just understand where your opponent is coming from so you can steal man your own argument. You know, like if you can't, if you can't, if you don't know exactly how your opponent is thinking about things, you can't come up with retorts and the retorts that you come up with won't make sense to them. Right. So you have to, you really have to pay attention. You really have to be able to steal man your argument in that way. You know, um, it's just like uh, another thing that I'm really into is, is the art of war. I've read the art of war like a million times. Um, and, and one of the, I'm, I'm going to not say it verbatim, but I think it's pretty important to our conversation. Um, if you know your enemy and know yourself, you don't have to worry about the outcome of any, any battle. If you know yourself, but you don't know the enemy, you only have to worry about half the battles. If you don't know yourself and you don't know your enemy, you need to worry about every outcome, you know? So uh, I think that that's another, that's another cool thing about all this stuff that, you know, and I'll get into uh, the art of war in later videos on, on uh, mind your business. I haven't tapped into that yet because I wanted to kind of uh, get into get into meditation and that kind of thing first. Um, because I think once you understand that, then the art of war becomes an even, an even uh, greater tool to utilize. Well, that, that kind of brings me next to I want to get into meditation, but I am looking forward to the art of war because that's one thing I've heard so many people tell me that I need to read it, 
And I just, I've just one of those ones I've never got around to reading. I've read like a bunch of other stuff. Just some reason, Art of War, I just haven't got around to. And I, I know that it's short, right? It's a really short book, isn't it? Yeah, dude, you could probably read it in a couple hours. You know? Yeah, yeah. So I need, I need to get around to doing it. I just haven't. Those are all my books about like all those topics. And Art of War is like one of the thinner ones out there. You know, I mean, it's you could really read it, and maybe you know, if you read a lot, especially, you could read it in like an hour, couple hours. Well, it's funny. I read a lot, but I actually am a very slow reader. So I like, I actually take forever to read books and it's, it's, well, it's actually, it's kind of annoying, but I don't know. I just, I'm, I don't have that kind of time to where I can sit down and read a bunch. So I'm the kind of guy that I like, I'll read like a page a day because it's like, I want to read, but I don't have that kind of time to dedicate to reading a bunch, but yeah. I know I need to stick with it. Cause it, cause if I just wait until I have a moment to read like a handful of pages, I'll just never read. So I need to read a page, you know, a day or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's a good, actually that the the art of war would be perfect then because like the chapters are super short, so you could you know spend 15, 20 minutes reading one, and then you could just mull it over in your head all day. Uh, the Tao Te Ching is the same way, you know. There's only eighty-one verses in the Tao Te Ching, um, and that talks about the way of life, and and you know, it talks about all kinds of things. But those two books, the art of war and the Tao, uh, Tao Te Ching. Um, they're, they're very useful in everyday life. Um, so that's, you know, why I started doing those videos too, so that I can talk about those and, and show people, uh, a really easy way to like, look at all of those things, but I haven't gotten to those yet. Like I said, I wanted to get into meditation and that kind of thing first, uh, with the videos. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Maybe we'll, maybe it'll just line up perfectly where we're, while you're covering it, I'll be reading it. But um, yep. uh, <laughs> uh, I want to get into meditation because that is one thing I just I've, I've just never fucked with at all. I mean, I've done like I've done yoga before and I, I would think that's very similar in some ways. Yeah. But uh, I, I kind of want to hear your take on just what meditation is and maybe we can go more into it. But just a, a, a primer, maybe just a quick little like what the fuck it is that w- would be good because I just I've never that's- even fucked at all. For me, that's like I just want to sit there and just think about nothing. I I can't like I'll fall yeah, asleep. <laughs> that's not the, that's not the purpose of meditation, but, but we've been mm-hmm. misled to think that it is, you know, people think that like, you know, you're going to have no thoughts in your mind and all of a sudden start levitating or some shit, you know, but that's not really what it is. Um, it's just, again, with the non-attachment, it's, it's, it's a clarity thing. You know, you're able to see things as they are not how you want them to be. Um, you focus on awareness with uh with meditation and meditate and and awareness is like all around you it's it's you you know it's part of part of everything um i think in one of my videos i don't know if you watched it but i I was talking about how you can think of awareness as as the sky and you can think of your thoughts as you know the clouds and the birds and planes and all the shit that's in the sky um that's essentially what it is. But the, the thoughts and everything that are in your mind don't take away from the vastness of your mind and they don't take away from you, your being essentially. So, I mean, really all, all you do is just try to focus on not doing anything really, but then your mind starts wandering, right? You know, I mean, anytime I'm sure it happens a lot to people when they're going to bed, you know, they'll, they'll lay down and they, they can't sleep because all their thoughts are going and they're just like, fuck, what do I got? What am I, you know, how can I go to sleep? And you always go to sleep once you just kind of start watching your thoughts go in and out, you know, and that's essentially meditation. It's just allowing your thoughts and your memories to come, but 
just observing them again it goes back it goes to from doing to being um and just being a part of of the picture show as it goes by you know and then once you start realizing like oh shit i'm not paying attention i'm not focusing well you noticing that you're not focusing is snapping you back and now you can just sit on it again and i mean it's really simple um i think that you know a lot of people think like oh i'm gonna learn how to relax i'm gonna learn how to you know be patient and i'm gonna learn how to do this and that and it's like yeah those are byproducts of it you know you're gonna learn the b you're gonna learn the b in every situation that that you're in that's that's essentially what it is and it's just practicing you know not having that knee-jerk reaction yeah have you uh this made me think of that kind of totally reminded me of some hallucinogenics experience I've had. Have you ever dicked with, uh, with um, hallucinogenics at all? I'm just curious. No, no, I haven't. And the funny thing okay. is, is uh, I've not done drugs <laughs> at all. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, I I, uh, I don't hate them. Um, but I grew up in a family that was in uh, Alcoholics Anonymous. And I got scared into hearing, like, all the stories of, like, all the people. You know, like, I'm sitting sitting by myself like with my sister and we're like listening in to all this you know horror stories that these guys are talking about in their meetings so uh yeah i i i'm not opposed to them um and i potentially would try them at some point especially hallucinogenics because i think those are those are good things uh like like psilocybin and and even dmt you know um uh i i haven't and i don't know that i ever will but you know can't i, I never say never i guess yeah, I've done uh, shrooms a handful of times, and I've done uh, acid probably like um, I don't know, like a just a couple times. But I did like super low doses just because I'm a very cautious individual, and I didn't want to jump headfirst into it. So I just kind of like toyed around with really really low doses just to see how it was. And uh, they're definitely very different vibes. I would suggest. I think they remind me a lot of my like shrooms, and I, I love shrooms. Like, I mean, I, I mean, it's not something I would like do like, like every day or anything, but it's like, it is, it very much was like what you're describing where you're like, it makes you very intrinsic and very in your head and just like, I don't know, you'll have the most profound thoughts. And I can, I can only imagine someone who's already experienced in meditation where something like hallucinogenics could bring you, especially like shrooms. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I really, I would highly suggest <laughs> looking into it. Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah again, like I'm not I, I think that, you know, hallucinogenics was, was stigmatized. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think not. Now we're starting to see, I think, in, in Denver, um, some other places that they, they're actually like legalizing, it, you know, hallucinogenics because they, they're they're as as the, the government is like, you know, being a little more slack on a lot of these uh, drugs, you know, they're, they're allowing people to do studies on them. And, and with the studies, I mean, the, the whole thing is it's, it's big pharma, right? They don't want you to, they want you to take their drugs. They don't want you to take natural drugs that you can grow in your backyard. Right. I mean, that's, that's the whole, whole thing, but uh, no hallucinogenics. I mean, I, I think at this point it's, it's, it, it's pretty, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know what the word is. It's a fact that they help people mentally, you know, especially people with, uh, with, uh, you know, depression, anxiety. I think PTSD is a big depression. One. Yeah. Depression. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to them at all. I think, I think that more people should, should do them to be honest with you. Um, but like you said, you know, you wouldn't do it every day or something like that. I think that's where, you know, our culture kind of fucks up with drugs to begin with, like any drugs, um, moderation, right. 
you got to have moderation. And like, I listen to like reggae music a lot. Like it's pretty much all I listen to. Um, but the Rastafarians look at weed uh, like a holy sacrament, you know, and, and because they look at it like that, they're not, you know, just smoking weed and going to some party and, 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 you know, acting a fool or whatever, you know, there's, it's a, it's a way to put yourself um, in, in touch with your spirituality or, or even nature. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be. Uh, but I think that's where our society fucks up a lot is that they, they treat drugs like a recreation as opposed to a sacrament. No, I get that. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely, I don't know. Like even, the, I mean, you haven't really messed with them, but even, even like the so-called bad trips or whatever I've had on shrooms. And it's not like a, I'm not one who's done a ton of loose janks, but even the ones that I would consider to be like bad, that I like scared me or whatever, even weirdly, I somehow felt like I got something out of them. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, cause for example, like the first time I did shrooms, my buddies brought me to a party and I was tripping balls and I was just like, oh, oh, okay. You know, like I, I wasn't going to argue with them cause I was tripping balls. They're like, yeah, we're going to a fucking party. And it just happened to be a party that I knew no one at. So I remember sitting in the corner and just being like tripping balls being like, <sighs> and just, but like, even then, even with that, all that anxious energy, like, somehow it weirdly like I was working through those insecurities in a way by immersing myself in those insecurities. Like it was yeah. very weird. Like even, even the negative aspects, like somehow I felt like I got something holistic out of it. Like, <laughs> it, well, I don't I, know. I, 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 go ahead. Kind of like meditation too. You know, I mean, you, you, mm -hmm. you get everything from something, you know, you can always learn from something. Something can always affect you. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, all, all that all that they're saying it is I think right now like with meditation back to meditation uh, people think that it's like it'll help you with productivity and that kind of thing um, but really it's just it's just allowing you to feel your feelings and to be in the moment so like when you're talking about like the bad trips and everything like and that you can you you know you got something from them you can always get something from everything if your mind is open enough to receive it yeah, for sure. So I think this is probably a good spot to end it. So, you know, we're leaving on a good note. Everybody go do drugs. So that you should get out of this episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, but no, uh, oh, sorry, you were saying something? <laughs> no, I just said, yeah, go do drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what, what plugs you got to drop? I know you probably don't have a whole lot right now. But yeah. I don't know if you got anything you want to drop. Yeah, I don't really have anything. I mean, just, just my YouTube channel. It's Mind Your Business with John Hartman. Um, I got, I think, five videos up now. I just started this, like, you know, maybe two weeks ago, not even. Uh, but, you know, it was kind of like I was I was listening to, like, all these other podcasts talk about, you know, like like Pete Quinones was talking about it with uh, uh, fuck Vin, Vin Armani. You know, they were talking about the mysticism and this kind of thing. And then Matthew Erickson and uh, Stephen Messina were talking about it a little bit, too. And I feel like everyone was touching on it. But no one was like, they, you know, they were like kind of dipping their toe in the water, but they would just leave it at that. And I'm like, fuck, man, we, we need this right now. You guys have platforms. Let's do it. And uh, it just didn't seem like they were doing it. So that's why I wanted to start start mine. Yeah, that's a big, big message I've been trying to push out. Like, if you have something to say, go fucking do it. I'm only on episode 20 right now as well. And I've had some fairly big names on, like. For example, like uh, maybe it's not a big name to everybody, but I had Pete Quinones on for me. Like that, that he's had a major, like he's probably in my top five, like people who's had a major influence in my thinking. For and sure. like, so it'd probably be like Dave, Dave Smith, uh, Ron Paul, fucking Pete Quinones, 
Edward uh, Samuel Edward Conkin and Rothbard. And those are probably like my top five. And yeah. and really Pete Quinone is because he led me to Conkin. But even then, I've he's led me, he's uh, you know changed my thinking a lot of other ways. So for me, that was like a big deal. But like it was no big deal. Every person that I've contacted, I haven't an issue. Maybe some people have had a little maybe been a little more like hard for scheduling purposes but no one's told me no i haven't heard a single no yet and so like i feel like there's this people have this idea of like into this that they're just gonna be this like daunting thing and at some point just fucking do it just go do it if you feel like you have something unique to contribute to the conversation just do it and I, so that's why i like i want to have you on because I, I do think you have an interesting angle and i want to see where you go with it i mean hopefully i can have you on later like maybe if we go Maybe if, once you cover the art at war, maybe I'll read it as well, and we can kind of have a conversation on it. But yeah, yeah definitely. Like if, if you're out there and you have something interesting to say, go fucking do it. Don't let don't don't have this idea of that this is there's some like you know glass ceiling the fuck you know you know that that's the silly ass saying you know there, you, there's no reason there are people out there you know the people want to help that intro you saw earlier like in other podcasts just straight up just did it for me out of kindness for no fucking reason I didn't even ask them or anything you know yeah. so like. I'm a technical, I'm, I'm a retard when it comes to tech. So my point being is if you say fucking go do it and it'll kind of just come together, you know, Absolutely. So. <laughs> but you're yeah. never going to, you're never yeah. going to get to that point. If you don't have the things that I'm talking about in my videos. <laughs> yeah. Go check out shit. No, for real. Uh, yeah. Definitely check out his things. I mean, obviously you're improving as time goes on. I mean, it is a learning process for all of us. It is for me. It me still is for me. I'm only, this is episode 20. I'm still figuring shit out. I still am not, I definitely am not as professional as some, but you know, at some point it's like, at some point you just, you just got to do it. And that's the way you get better, you know? So, yeah. And I'm definitely, I'm definitely looking short. forward to where it goes. Oh, sorry. say what? Oh, I said, I'm just trying to oh, keep good. my video short right now uh, to keep people's attention. You know, um, I, kind of just go with the flow i'd like to have them longer uh but it's really hard to just sit and stare at my ipad and talk at it you know it's this is a lot easier to talk to someone and, and kind of like spitball back and forth so the videos are short but it's mostly because I, I i'm trying to keep people's attention right now um i'll do longer videos if i feel it's necessary but you know it is what it is for now i'm happy with it not at that it is like i it, i've done one solo episode i think and that was like a bitch so it is, it is a lot easier having someone else to bounce shit off of. And it is weird. You said, like, the shorter ones, and I, I agree. I get where you're coming from. But it is weird, like, just judging from the view counts I've had from stuff. It's so hard to predict what will get more views and what won't. Like, some of my super long episodes got a lot of views. And, like, you know, it's just it's all over the place. I mean, I only have 20 episodes so far. But but still, it's, it's, it's hard to predict like, what people will be attracted to. But I do think it yeah. is good, especially with what you're doing. You're, like, introducing concepts. And so to keep them concise is probably the way to go. And then maybe one long, maybe those a little bit longer, but yeah. But anyways, a little, little bit of rambling at this point. Uh, yeah, uh, with that, is there anything else that you wanted to cover that we missed? Uh, now would be the time to bring it up before we close. Yeah, I don't think so, dude. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we covered most of the, a rambling. lot of stuff. I tend to oh, you're good. I, 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 that's kind of my brand is rambling. So <laughs> um, with that, John dropped his plugs. I'm sorry. Would you say we, just so everyone knows, we got a little bit of a lag here. So no, huh? I said we're two peas in a pod, rambling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll go and drop my plugs real quick. Like I said at the beginning, I uh, I got the No Way Jose YouTube channel. Uh, I also am available pretty much anywhere audio stuff is at. 
as I always say, all the stuff's gonna be in the description. So if you have any questions about that, just go look. Um, also on the Liberty Movement, this episode will be on the Liberty Movement because this is cultural, non-political, um, and so you know, with the Liberty Movement, all our stuff goes on YouTube and BitChute. Uh, if you, if you, for any reason need to get a hold of us, hit me up on Liberty Movement Global at gmail.com. I mean, whether it's just No Way Jose related or even if it's the Liberty Movement related, hit me up. A like, share, subscribe, comment, all that shit. Go fucking go hit up John's fucking channel. I, I expect good things going forward. I do think it's an interesting angle. Not a lot of people covering. So, yeah, with that, deuces. End, motherfucker. <laughs>